The Pasuk says, and it was because the uh, midwives feared Hashem, so he made for them houses. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, the explains, Rav Shmuel, there's a dispute between Rav and Shmuel. Chad Omar once said, that this means families of Kayanim and Levim. The Chad Omar once says, it means a family of royalty. The one that says that it means families of Kainim and Levim because it's referring to Aaron and Moshe. Aaron was a Kayan and Moshe was a Levi, and that was Yechevet. The one that says that it refers to families of royalty because David Nami Miriam Kaasi, because David also was a descendant of Miriam, besides for a descendant of Yehuda, he was also a descendant of Miriam. As the Gemara there explains his lineage, how he came from Miriam. In Sifri, Vedizok, the Sifri says it slightly differently. Botim Elu These houses that the Torah refers to, I don't know what they mean. What do they mean? So when he tells us, it says in Malachim that at the end of 20 years, that Shleiman Malach was building these two houses, these two buildings. One of them is his Beis Hashem, the Beis Hamikdash, the house of Hashem, Zukuhuna. That is, of course, the place where the Kayanim worked. There's Beis Hamelech, Zuhamalchus, and the king, the king's house. He built a palace and he killed, built the Beis Hamikdash during those twenty years. So they, we see a reference of the house, both to the place where the Kayanim did their work and where the king lived. Zachse Yechevet Lekohuna, Yechevet merited Kohuna, Miriam Lamalchus, and Miriam merited that descended from her, David and Shleim, and so on. Lefizeh Dafim Fashtem Apirish Ashvim Parashenus. According to these these two, the the Gemara and Saita and the Sifri, the way it says it, we have to understand the way Rashi approaches it in our parsha. Baser Shteltzachay Fayaslim Batim. Rashi also quotes the words, and he made for them houses. When his Mefarashin explained it this way, Bate Kahuna Levia Vamalchus, he made for them houses of Kahuna, Levia, and royalty, Shakruyim Batim, which are called, referred to as Batim houses, Dayivan as Beis Hashem, as it says in the Pasuk, he built, quoting the one from Sifri, he built the house of Hashem as Beis HaMelech and the house of the king, the palace. Kuhuna Levia, Meyechevid, so Kuhuna Levia came from Yechevid, Aranamashu, Malchus, Memiriam, Royalty came from Miriam Kedis and Mesech Tasaita, as Mesech Tasaita tells us. But from Einzeit bringt Rashi, so this Rashi, on the one hand, Rashi quotes from Sai Kuhuna and Sai Malchus, Vien Sifri. So he quotes it as one opinion that it, it refers to Kuhuna and royalty, the way the Sifri says it, it, it brings it together, Kuhuna and Malchus. And this the Gemara, not as the Gemara puts it, where the Gemara gives two opinions about what it means. One opinion is Kohona Olivia, and the other opinion is Malchus. Rashi lumps it together as one complete statement, similar to the Sifri. On the other hand, the, the Pasuk, as Beis Hashem, as Beis HaMelech, he quotes the Pasuk um, referring to the house of Hashem, the house of the king. 
Was brengt sich in Sifri, aber nicht in the Gemara, which also is from the Sifri. Not on the other hand, this is still from the Sifri. And the third point, as a kohuna levia miyachavid, kohuna came, he doesn't say levia, he says kohuna came from miyachavid, and malchus from Miriam, and malch royalty from Miriam, being Sifri also, as the Sifri says, nishvi in Gemara, and this is different than the Gemara says, was his nishma farit from vem and kohuna levia zainarizikumen. The Gemara doesn't tell us from where Kohuna and Levia came, nor in is Mefarid where Kohuna Levia Machazainan. The Gemara tells us who are the Kayanim and the Leviim. By Batikuna Levia is Aaron and Maisha. The Gemara doesn't say from Yechevet came Kohuna Levia. The Gemara says who are the Kayanim and Leviim, Maisha and Aaron. Umanda Omar, and according to the opinion that says Batimalchus, that's referring to the families of royalty, David, it refers to David, which the Gemara has to explain, Namim Miriam Kaasi also comes from Miriam. So there are three things in which Rashi seems to be quoting from the Sifri more than the Gemara. And even so, as Rashi Masayim Pirusha, still Rashi concludes by saying, as it's written in Masechta Saita. And he doesn't say as it's written in Sifri, even though he seems to be quoting more from the Sifri than the Gemara. Base. Kemen Mazvazain, the Pashas, the So the first question, with the first issue, which is that Rashi, that the Gemara has it as two different opinions, and the Sifri makes it into one lump uh, idea. So we can explain that point based on based on what the commentaries say in the Machlegas from Rav Shmuel explaining the dispute between Rav Shmuel and the Gemara as he is told in the Friedgen Plukta from Rav Shmuel and Gemara Dart that this Machlegas between Rav Shmuel is, is a throwback to a previous Machlegas between Rav Shmuel right there in the Gemara as well there the Mialdas and the Machlekes there is between Rav and Shmuel is who exactly are the midwives? Who were they? Chad Omar one says Ishvabita was a mother and a daughter. The Chad Omar Kalochamaisa one says that it was a daughter-in-law with her mother-in-law. Mandamam Ishvabita the one that says that it was a mother and a daughter Yechavid and Miriam is that they were Yechavid and Miriam mother and daughter. Manda Omar Kalochamaisa the one that says that it was a daughter-in-law and a mother-in-law Yechavid Velisheva. It was Yechevid and Elisheba, which is a daughter-in-law, the wife of Aaron. So therefore that explains it. Like the day, uh, according to the opinion that it was the daughter-in-law and the mother-in-law, is Batekuhunim Elisheba, Ishtashal Aaron. The family of Kayanim came from Elisheba, who was the wife of Aaron. All her children were Kayanim. from Yechevid, and the, the uh, family of Leviim came from Yechevid, who... Uh, yes, who was uh, from the family of Levi and her children were Levi. On the other hand, according to the one that says it was Miriam and Yechevet, that then has to include also families of royalty because the uh, families of Kainam and Levi come from Yechevet, which is Aaron and Moshe. On Batemalchus from Miriam, but Miriam didn't have any connection to Kayanim uh, Leviim. She was a sister of both of them, but she didn't have a family that were Kayanim Leviim. So it was the royalty that came from her. So that explains the machlekes between Rab and Shmuel, because it depends who the two women were.
And Vibal, as Rashi learned, we are Shemfriyam of Harajgeven. And since Rashi goes with the opinion, as he already explained earlier, as the Miyalda is that the, uh, the midwives, which were called Shifra and Pua in the, in the Torah, Sani Yechebed and Miriam, Rashi says that it was Yechebed and Miriam. Kumtois, so it comes out as Batim is Batikun Leviyu and Batim Alchus. Therefore, the families that Hashem gave them must be, <coughs> must be Kayinim Leviyu for Yechebed and royalty for Miriam. So therefore, Rashi says, the, gives that opinion that it was all three together. So in other words, Rashi can't explain it the way the Sifri does. Or the way the Gemara does, sorry. That it was Bati Kahuna and Leviya, and that's it. It has to include also royalty, since it's talking about Miriam, she doesn't have a, she doesn't have a family of Kainam and Leviya. As Blaivim of but still the question still remains. Shara, do you come, all the other questions that were posed before, or Be'ikin, and mainly... Most importantly, the very big question, why does Rashi then say that he is saying, telling you what it says in Masechta Saita, when he is mostly telling you what it says in Sifri? Even though, first of all, he brings the Pasuk which comes from Sifri, not from the Gemara. And he also says it the way the Sifri tells it us, which is that Kohuna comes from Yechabed, Nizvi, and Lashna Gemara, but the Kohuna Levia, Aaron, and and not that, the, as the Gemara says, that it's Rashi gives you the source where which woman it refers to. Kohuna refers to this woman, Yechabed. Not as the Gemara says that who were the Kayanim. Aaron, who is the Levi, Moshe, and so on. Gimel, Oich Tafen Fashtem, we also have to understand, the Raya as Rashi brings from Pasuk, as Beis Hashem, as Beis HaMelech. The proof that Rashi brings from the Pasuk, that it's uh, called the house of Hashem, and the house of the king, in other words, that it has, it's connected to the word Beis, Botin. First of all, Rashi Taichtoch, Vayas Lahem Botim, Nish Botim Kirshuti Abinyan, because Rashi is interpreting the word Botim here in this parsha that it doesn't mean literally a house, nor Botikahuna, but that rather it means a family. Bayis Kumuvim Fun Mishpacha, Kumuvim Kum Mishpacha. When he says the word Bayis, it, it has the context, a connotation, context of a family from Kuhuna, Levio, Omalchos, of Kainim, Levium, and royalty. Is doch der pasuk was Rashi brings? So if so, the pasuk that Rashi himself is bringing to bring out this point, Araya Lista, the pasuk bring could be seen as a contrary to what Rashi is saying. For in Beis Hashem, Beis Hamalav, because in that pasuk, the word Beis Hashem, the house of Hashem and the house of the King, Sainim Batikip Shuda, are talking about literal physical buildings, not about families. So why does it bring a pasuk? that seems to be describing a physical building rather than a family in order to support the idea that this word batim in this pasuk in our parsha is describing a family another thing and which is even a greater question we find other psukim with the Loshim bayis from bayis there are psukim in which the word bayis in that pasuk is referring to the families of Kayun and Levian. For instance, base Aram Baruch Hashem in Tehillim. The, the family of Aram, bless Hashem. Beis Halevi Baruch Hashem. The family of Levian, bless Hashem. 
Was Dorton Maintort is nisht a bias gashmi over there? The word bias is talking about a family, not about a physical building. Nor bias moving from the mishpacha over there, it means a family. The mishpacha from Kahuna and the mishpacha from Leviyah, the family of the Kainim and the family of Leviyah. So why doesn't Rashi bring that pasuk as a better support to this idea? Al Darazegifintmen by Bote Malchus, we also find similarly by to describe the families of of a royalty let Hashem make for my master a loyal home a, which means a loyal family there's another Pasuk the family of the king listen in another Pasuk listen the family of David Again, the family of David. So all these psukim are referring to the family of royalty in with the term bias. Thus, in the Allah Ereta main bias nish bias kashmir. All of these psukim that we just quoted, it doesn't the word bias doesn't mean a physical building, nor bias mishpachas hamelcha means the bias means the family of the king. Hein favos bring nishrashi a deep psukim. So why doesn't Rashi bring these psukim as a support for? His what he's saying that it means a family of the of royalty and the In these psukim, the word bias doesn't mean a physical building. But it's referring to the families of kahuna and the families of royalty. And he's it brings a pasuk in which the word bias means a literal physical building. Also, a third thing in Rashi Shalafanenu state in our Rashi it says Vayiven as Beis Hashem as Beis Hamelach. He built the house of Hashem. Talking about Shloimeh, he built the house of Hashem and the house of the king, the palace in the twenty years. The Loshna Pasuk is over the, the way Rashi quotes it is not actually accurately the way the Pasuk says it because over there the Pasuk says. Uh, the Loshna Pasuk is Abanishtazay. This is not actually quite the way the Pasuk writes it. In Pasuk State Canal, in Pasuk it says, Asher Bona Shloima, Eshnei Habatim, that Shloima built these two houses as Beis Hashem, as Beis HaMelech. So Rashi is not really quoting verbatim from the Pasuk. So why does he quote it differently than the Pasuk says it? Dalit, the Bir Bazet. So to explain this, the Raya was Rashi brings from Pasuk as Beis Hashem as Beis HaMelech. The proof that Rashi is trying to bring from that Pasuk is Nisht Adar Vort Bayez Ved Genitzta Bate Kahuna Olavia, the movement from Mishpacha of Kahuna Olavia. He's not trying to bring from this Pasuk proof that the word Bayez can refer to the families of Kainim and Olavia. Like the Pasuk from Tillim that we quoted, the, the family of Aaron, the family of the Levian, that it, that's not what Rashi is trying to bring out. In them is Kanchidish and because there's nothing, Rashi doesn't really have to bring proof for that. That's not such a novel idea. Because Rashi already told us earlier, as Bayis meant that when the Pasuk says Bayis, talking about the, the household of, of Pare I think it was and so it talks the base Pare and it doesn't mean the house heard it means the people of the house the servants, the family Nishnor Bayez Mamish that the word Bayez doesn't have to mean the physical building it could mean the people in the home 
as we find such reference many times, a number of times in the Torah. So that's not something that Rashi needs to bring proof from this Pasuk. The Rayev as Rashi bring the, the proof that Rashi is bringing here is of them as Bashas state the Loshem Botim Stam. What he's trying to bring out is that when it says the word Botim without any adjective, without describing what kind of a house it's talking about it could be talking about it could be describing and royalty in our Pasig it doesn't say what kind of batim he made so Rashi says when it says batim it refers to it could refer to and malchus Rashi is Mamshik, as Rashi actually continues, that they are referred to as Batim. In Pasuk, we bring the Raya, and it's called in the Pasuk, we see that Batim means, is referring to houses of Kayinim and Levim and, uh, and royalty. Because the Pasuk says, Habatim, as base Hashem, as base Hamelech. First, the Pasuk says, He built the houses, without describing which houses. Then goes on to explain which houses are we talking about? The base Hashem, the base Hamikdash, which is the place of the Kainim, and the house, the palace of the king. But the first time it says in the Pasuk, Habatim, without describing what it is. So we see that the word Habatim can refer to Bate Kahuna and Bate Malchus. That's what Rashi is trying to say. The point is not to say that he's talking about. That when it says batim, it doesn't necessarily mean a house, a building, it could mean also a family. That's obvious. Rashi doesn't have to point that out. It's just to make the point that the word batim could be referring to kohuna levia. So it's, yes, in that Pasuk, it is describing a physical building. And in our Pasuk, it's not describing a physical building, it's talking about the families. But the point is that batim alone described kohuna and malchus. V'yashloimar and therefore, I, one could say, as Azoi Davzain the in Rashi, that they're correct, that there is a mistake in the wording in the Rashi here. The correct word here should be Habatim anstod Vayiven. Rashi did not write the word Vayiven. In other words, the word Vayiven is not um, is not attached. The word Vayiven doesn't belong there. He's quoting from the pasuk Habatim. As base Hashem, as base Hamelech, pointing out that Habatim could mean the house of Kohuna and the house of uh, Malchus. Why then does it say Vayiven? Vayiven is wrong because there is no such pasuk. So therefore, it seems it already calls attention to itself. Did Rashi write something? You know, misquote the pasuk? Of course not. But it's a mis it's a misprint in the Rashi. It should say Habatim, because that's what he's trying to point out. Habatim could be referring to Kunu and Malchus. The word Vayivin, in fact, the word Vayivin, this is in Fusay Rashi, as it uh, appears in the printed version of Rashi, is a Tos Fomatic, is a mistake that of the one that was copying, that, you know, it, it got in, a mistake got in in the copying of the, of the Rashi. It should say Habatim, not Vayivin. The Loshan, the word, Habatim, the word Eshnei Habatim, as the Pasuk says it there, Stam, so it says Habatim without any description, as I said. But the Pasuk Lake Totensu, that the Pasuk adds there, the description which he adds after, Taish the Pasuk Laich up, 
But the Tapasik over there explains what Batim refers to. Over there, the Pasik does elaborate and say which Batim are we talking about. These two Batim. Over Mela is moving at the word Batim, so therefore we understand that the word Batim stam without any description of Shtetim Pasuk, as the Pasuk over there actually says it. Batim, meint oich batikun levio malchus, could also mean, but it means batilavio malchus, so that's what Rashi is trying to point out, that when it says Batim in our Pasuk, it also means kayin akun levio malchus. That's the only thing he's trying to bring from that Pasuk. And for this reason, is considering that there's no there's no contradiction to what Rashi is trying to say from the fact that from the fact that over there the word batim is referring to actual physical buildings. For because the only thing Rashi is trying to bring out from this pasuk is that it means that the houses that are being described by the word batim whether it means a physical home house or it means a family could mean it could be referring to literal houses or it could be referring to houses in the context of a family rather than a physical house the point is, it could mean So that explains that point with the Pasuk. Hey, we still have to understand. What, what forces us in the simple understanding of the Pesukim to say, that it means that Hashem made for them it's just as easy to say as its main bottom in Algemein that it means Hashem built houses for them he bought them houses not bought them but made available to them houses literally as what is the literal meaning of the word bottom it means a house in fact there are a number of commentators which actually say that that's what it means So first of all, it could mean, let's say, as the Eibushtot Farzei Uvgishtal Batim, that Hashem actually made available to them uh, houses, in order to protect them from Pari, because they had exposed themselves to Pari's uh, wrath. So Hashem uh, found a place for them, a safe house for them to be, that they were protected. Or another interpretation of it could mean, as batim domain bonim, that over here batim means family, which means children, mishpachas. He, he, uh, they had um, families. And thus, given the schar from the mialus, and that was the reward for the midwives, for their having brought life to the children, to the babies. Farzayer hilf in is in geburt by geburt from the idushik kinder for their help and their assistance at the birth of these Jewish children and that through this they established Jewish families all the babies that were born due to them they all were became families Hashem repaid them measure for measure in other words in a similar way to what they did what they accomplished Hashem gave them a similar thing that they too had children that they were able to establish beautiful families of their own why can't we say that that's what it means 
And both of these interpretations would be much more simple, a simpler read in the psukim. Because, <coughs> number one, the word batim ved dan because then the word batim is, means in its literal sense. Other gashmi is the gebatim, whether it refers to physical houses, other mishpachas, or it means the uh, the word batim in the sense of families. Which we also find in another, other places in the Torah. Not that it's referring to a specific type of family. The family of Kahuna, Levia, Malchus. Who says we have to go to that kind of a. It sounds almost like a drush. The simple meaning could so much more easily be read as he, he gave them houses, he gave them beautiful families. Why does it have to mean specific type of family? that you have to go I skipped and not that it means a specific type of family which is which you need proof from a Malachim that the word batim could be referring to when the simple reading of the word batim could simply mean families that beautiful families or he gave them houses Another problem with this interpretation is it makes also more logical sense in the way the Torah puts it. He made for them houses. He made means in the past. It's already done. It's a done deal. He made for them houses, which means it already happened. That at that time, right after it happened, he already provided made for them houses. Whether families or houses. But the way Rashi interprets it is the, is the fact that he gave them these specific type of families, which is Kayinim Leviim and royalty, that came way later. Kayinim Leviim was much closer, and royalty was hundreds of years later. So even Moshe and Aaron that became Kayinim was much, it was later after Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. And uh, and the David Amalek was of course many generations later. So it's a much again a much simpler, simpler read that he made. He gave them families. He gave them houses. Vav the beer So to explain it, the Pirushim in Rashi is Rashi showed the midvas Rashi zog the Pirush besmichus or behemshach zum Friedekim pasuk. These interpretations, Rashi he eliminates the, any possibility for that interpretation because he says it in continuation to the, uh, the previous Pasig or, or Pirush and the way he interprets it that Hashem did good for the midwives what is this good thing that Hashem did for them he made for them houses that's how Rashi interprets the previous Pasig so because it says over there and then it says in the next passage and when he says what's the good that he did for them he made for them houses why doesn't he just say what is the good that he did for them houses what does he mean when he says that it's not just to explain 
what Vayita, he did good for them, what is it referring to? What good did he do for them? It's not only that which he is, he is explaining. And he does, it, it's, why does Rashi have to explain, even explain that it means the houses? Because the very next Pasuk actually explains it, that he made for them houses. It's not just that he's trying to explain what exactly is this Vayita that Hashem did good for them, and why does he feel that he has to explain it? Because it only comes in the next Pasuk to explain what Hashem did for them. Not attached to the word Vayita, it's only in the next Pasuk that it says Vayaslem Batim. So Rashi, make sure that you understand it right now, not you don't have to wait till the next pasuk to understand it. But so it's not just that which Rashi is trying to explain. is also trying to explain is also trying to to sort of explain what the meaning of the word if the Pasuk means simply that Hashem made houses for them to protect them and so on Voltas, so first of all Voltas Kishtanen the Loshem Vayivan Lehem Batem then it would have said he built for them houses what do you mean he made for them houses something similar which is the word that is used when we talk about building a house it doesn't say making a house it would have said build a house for them the second point is Pasnishdem Inyuf Vayitav it also doesn't the word vayitav. He did good for them. He did good things for them. Wouldn't really fit into this because When you say that he did good things for them, it doesn't mean that he made sure that they didn't get harmed by what they did. That's not called doing good for them. That's just keeping them neutral. At least they weren't harmed by it. As we'll say, all he did was that he made sure that they weren't harmed by it. But that's not called Vayitav. If you do something, Vayitav means something, you got something s- special, good, better. Not that, well, at least you didn't get hurt, he, he protected you from being harmed by Parai. So both of these things don't allow to allow Rashi to interpret it as meaning literally he built a house for them. And also, similarly, he, do, he rejects the idea that it means that he gave them families. If it simply means that they had children on Uvgishtot Mishpachas and that they established families, is Vasa the Chidush and the Taiba Futsuzei. So, what is so unique and special? Hashem did something special for them. He gave them families, He gave them children. All the Yidden had families and children. Is even before they risked their lives, they stuck their neck out to save the Jewish children. Before they did that, it says already that the Jewish people flourished and they had many, many children. So what did Hashem do special for Yechavad and Miriam that He gave them a family? Everybody had families; they had large families. So what's special about that? So therefore, Rashi can't accept that it means that he built them a house to protect them, or that he gave them families. The Riba learned Rashi. That's why Rashi explains as batim domain that over here batim means something special and unique, outstanding. He says that it means the, he gave them the families of the kainim and the levim and of the royalty. That's special. 
Nishtam not just that they had families like every other Jewish family had a family, nor but that they had families which were super special. In order to emphasize the unique specialty of this, of understanding Batam in this way, he sends you, he tells you that this comes from Masechta Saita, but it's not only to tell you where you could look up more about it, this is where it comes from, nor for but he comes to answer a question. Because you could ask the question. If we explain it in the way the other commentaries explain it, which is that it was he gave them a house, he gave them a family, is the so the giving them of the house is fits into the context. Leuten Ashton Peters, according to the first explanation, explanation it's connected to this flow of the story because it was a protect to protect them from Pare. Um Pshita Leuten Sveten Peters, certainly according to the second uh, second explanation, as Bottom means a Rabbonim um Mishpachas, that it means that he gave them families and uh, children and families, because then it explains the Midah Keneged Midah that just like they saved the Jewish families, Hashem gave them a family, so it fits in. To the flow of the story. But when you explain it the way Rashi does, that the reward is it comes out that he's giving them a reward which doesn't seem to have anything to do with what they act, what they did, the good deeds that they did. It's not a, a reward which seems to fit in with what the uh, what the midwives did, which is that they allowed the children to live, which means that they built Jewish families, and therefore, how is that? How is having and, and royalty a response or a reward connected to what they did in reward to what they did? So that leaves a question. According to Rashi's explanation, it seems out of the context of the story. Ches, the Rivazuk Rashi, that's why Rashi says, Kedishim, that he refers back to Mesechta Saita, was Dort, and Kumder, Pirush, Vinyam, Mehemshuk, to the Mishnah, because over there, this whole discussion comes as a continuation to the Mishnah, the Sugisa Gemara, and the discussion in the Gemara there. Where it talks about that when a person, what a person does, that's what they do in response. They do the same for him from Hashem. It could be in the positive and the negative. And the examples of seeing the uh, so the Gemara and the Mishnah and the Gemara give a number of examples. Include reward and punishment, which is which means it's in the same uh, the same type of response to what they did. The, the Gemara uses very specific types of which seem to reflect very closely each detail of what the person did, the response from above 
whether in the negative or the positive, is also in the very details of what the person did. That's what the details of the reward are as well. In other words, it's not just in the general sense of the thing, you know, you get a reward, but that goes down into very detailed um, comparisons between the act that the person did and the response that comes from heaven. And because of this, we understand now how seem to be more um, fitting as an explanation for what Hashem did to them, for them. That it brings out not just that He rewarded them greatly, not just a small reward protecting them or giving them a family, but that it was a great reward, but not just that. But it more more so how it fits with in all the details and down to the very small details. Negative in response to the details of what they did. What did they, the midwives, do when they allowed the children to live? Is given nishnor does vazeim dur dem geholfen. It's not just that through this they helped. As his own uvgestolt veren idish meshvachos that there should be Jewish families. It's not just that. Nor dur dem hatzich uvgestolt der roiv or der gans doir yotzim mitzrayim. By what they did, they established either the majority or perhaps even the entire generation of those who left Mitzrayim. Which of course is where all of the Jew, the whole Jewish nation came from there at till the end of time. They were the ones that, because of what they did, they allowed the babies to live. They were the ones that uh, brought about, allowed for every single child that ended up going out of Mitzrayim, or for the majority perhaps but at least a majority, and so therefore they were the ones that established Klal Yisrael up till the time of Mashiach, forever. In other words, not just that they saved a few babies, or that they gave families, you know, a nice family. They were the ones that caused Klal Yisrael to exist. And therefore their reward was similar to that, down in, in detail not just that they had children and families or that they had children which they had such nachas from the children some of them were kainim, some of them were levim some of them were even kings nor but that they established the whole lineage of Kayanim, the whole lineage of Levian, the lineage of Malchus, of royalty in the Jewish nation. The bottom Yechadim, all those special families that the Jewish people had, yes, it says of yes, it is. In other words, not just the average family, but the super special families, Shabi Yisrael, Atzav Kaladayas, that are, live amongst the Jews all the way up till the end of time. Meaning, just as they saved Klal Yisrael, all the children of Klal Yisrael, up until forever, so they were given not just that, you know, one had a child here, they had Nachas here, 
it's that they established the families of Kayanim till the end of time, the, the families of Levian till the end of time, and the families of royalty till the end of time. That's exactly in response to what they accomplished. Mashenkin is Sifri, but when you see it from the Sifri, even over there it also says that Yechebed was Zeichet to Kohuna, Miriam Lamalchus. Miriam was Zeichet to royalty, Kumt Abed, their Inyan in Sifri, but the way the Sifri exp- uh, describes it, it comes first of all, Al's number one, Arayas, Kolom Akarab, Atzmim, Neshmaim Akarab, It's coming to bring out the point that when somebody brings himself close to Hashem, then Hashem brings him close to and not it's just a general sense when somebody express you know uh, does something good for Hashem Hashem does something good for them not down, not with the detail as it comes out from a sechta seite as the Rebbe just expre- described it not if the tenuah clothes but rather as a general thrust from zichmekaras and some when a person does something to bring themselves close to Hashem is by which could be said about any good thing that you do. as the Sifri in fact says, as Megifintas that we find it in many places, in many cases. because she brought herself close, Hashem brought her close. In other words, the Sifri sees it as a general idea. When a person makes an effort to be close to Hashem, Hashem makes an effort to be close to them. It's not getting down into the Describing the what did she do and what did Hashem do for her, and the second point, Nishtal Saninya from Beis Yisrael Aliyidin, and it's also not describing the magnitude of it that it's it encompasses the entire Jewish nation, and that it's, it describes their families of Kohuna Leviya till the end of time. And therefore, in Zefri, it doesn't say. The, ha- the families of Kohuna Malchus. Because the Sifri is not describing the, f- the families of the Jewish people. It's just talking about the detail. The Sifri is not describing that they received the reward of having the family of Kainim forever is from them. The family of the Levium and the family of the of the the royalty is from them because they established the whole family of Klal Yisrael. The Sifri doesn't seem to be bringing that out. That's why Rashi points back to Masechta Saita, where it does seem to be bringing that out. Because in Masechta Saita it says Bate Kahuna Olivia, Bate Malchus, and that's what Rashi is trying to point out. That's the, the, the thrust of where Rashi is going. So that is brought out more in Masech Tesayda than it is in Sifri. Tess, and perhaps we could say also as mit Rashi, that by saying it answers another question on Rashi. What is that? Hascholos akosav vizdoch. What is the beginning of this pasuk? Vayehi ki yaru al mialdus elakim, and it was because the the midwives feared Hashem. Dafnu lernen, so therefore, and then comes, and therefore he did these things for them. Dafnu lernen, so therefore it we're forced to say as the schar that the reward that Hashem by Yaslem bottom that he made for them houses. 
homes or whatever is it seems to be in response that they feared Hashem because they feared Hashem so he made for them batin but the reward for fearing Hashem we find the Medish got an under we find a completely different reward for their fear of Hashem it says Hashem did good for things that's what it means in the passage Mauschar Hayira Taira. The what is the reward for the fear of Hashem? Taira. Lefisha Yori Yechabed Nekos Baruch because Yechabed feared Hashem. Hamid Mimena therefore Hashem established from her Moshe. Moshe was her son. Shakasu Bayu about whom it says Ki Toivhu that he was good when he was born. He was she saw that he was good. And that the Torah was given through him, that it's called a good. It's called a good thing. And it's called by Moshe's name. Remember the Torah, Moshe, my servant. So when it says Hashem did good for them, what does it mean? It means Moshe, who is called good, and he gave the Torah, which is called good and the Torah is called by his name, that's the good that Hashem did for them, for fearing him, that's what the Medrash says. And regards to Miriam, Yatsim Amena Betzalel, for Miriam came Betzalel, Shoyim Olechachma, which was filled with wisdom, it says in the Pasuk, V'amali Oyseruch Lekim, that I will fill, I filled him with a godly spirit, V'asa Oren L'Torah, and he was the one that made the Oren, in which the Torah sat in the Mishkan. So Yechebed was rewarded for her fear of Hashem with good, which means Taira, Moshe Rabbeinu, and so on. Uh, Miriam was rewarded with her uh, son, but the grandson Betzalel, who was the one that made the Aaron for the Taira, so he was also connected to Taira. And that's the good which Hashem did. So that's already something completely different than what we're saying here, that the reward was the Batin. The reward of the Medr says for fearing Hashem is not... Um, is not the Kohana Levia Malchus, it's more Taira, Taiv, and so on. Thus, Eich Bepshutash Mikra is Das Lachaira Mer Masim, because even in the simple reading of the Psukim, it's also more, it seems to be more fitting. Shaykh Tsubayyu Ki Yaru Amiyaldus Elikim, because the Pasuk says, and it was because they feared Hashem, for him that Inina Taira is Dachvayat Sabena Hashem Lasses Kalachukama Eila, Liyira Sashem Alekainu. And Torah seems to be connected to the idea of Yiras Hashem, as the Pasuk says, Hashem commanded us to do all of these laws, to fear Him. So we, the, the, it seems like a fitting reward when they, they feared Hashem, Hashem gave them the, uh, the son who brought Torah, the grandson who made the Aram for the Torah, which is all about Yiras Hashem. That seems to be a fitting reward. Midah connected Midah. Which is the greatest reward possible? That through Moshe, her son, Yechavet's son, Hashem gave Torah to the Yidden Lafize. So according to this, Dafminish don't come to learning as a Vita Velakim Lamayaldas, Gate of Demos State Bissia Makasushla So according to this, we don't have to say anymore that when it says Hashem did good for the for the midwives. It's referring to what it says at the end of the next pasuk, which is Vayaslem Batim, which is the way Rashi learns. If Rashi learned, not the schar of them was state by the tchilus kosov zeh, 
but rather it's talking about the reward was connected to what it says at the beginning of this passage because they feared Hashem and that there was a reward was the Vayitav refers to because they feared Hashem what it says in the next passage is something unrelated for some other reward but Rashi says that he connects it to and what Rashi said as we said before what did Hashem do good for them he made for them batin that doesn't seem to fit with that question has to be asked that's what Rashi is trying to answer that question by saying that it comes from Yud. Well, how does that answer it? in the mission of in that Mishnah and the discussion of Masechta Saita that explains the inu from Midi Keneged Mida Nisht Keneged Regev Adam the way the Gemara there describes the, the idea of Midah Kenegad Midah, it's not so much about what the person is feeling at the time and what motivates him to do whatever he's doing. It's not about the feeling that a person does. Nor Kenegad Zaymaisubapayil. The Midah Kenegad Midah refers to what did they actually do? What was done? And that's what the Midah Kenegad Midah refers to, not what they were feeling when they were doing it. And this is emphasized in This is an idea which also is the simpler understanding of what Midi Kenege is. And as Rashi already told us earlier, the Pirusha Al Taira, where he explains in his commentary on Taira, the Inu from Midi Mida, where he also brings this idea of Midi Kenege Mida, that it, and it pertains to what you did, and therefore the punishment was commensurate with what you did they sinned by they did much much evil the word much, they did much evil um, this is talking about the, the mabel, the doira mabel they did much evil and therefore they were punished that the waters from the great deep flooded and uh, drowned them so it's not, it's not about what they were thinking or feeling at the time that they did it. What did they do? They did much evil. They were punished with great, with much water from the great deep. The point being that Rashi interprets it, and Shudosh Mikra would connect the Mida, that the punishment or the reward is commensurate with what you did and not what you were going through at the time. The river is up movement. So therefore, based on Shudish Omikra, it's understood as the Atave Yun Deschar Da is Nishta Zaifu Fazeya Kavana Machshavi Yarosulakim that when Hashem did good for them, by Yitav he did it, good for them is not since it's about Midakanegad Mida, he wants to reward them in uh, commensurate with what they did. It's not so much about what they were feeling at the time, and that's what he wants to reward. Not that the Yaros that they feared Hashem at the time, nor What's most important is what did they actually do? since they were midwives. Shifra Shifra as the first Yechebed was called Shifra because she would beautify the child. So all this is connected. Her name even is connected with 
her her work as a midwife. When Pua Miriam was called Pua Shapua Medaberes Vlad, that she would coo to the child, she would speak to the child. So what did they do? And therefore, by doing these things, they brought life to the children, health and oifstone, bottom Israel, that they helped establish the Jewish people, the families of the Jewish people, this Israel, which means literally the entire Jewish nation, and of them is the schar. And for this, they were rewarded. Not so much that the Chaber had, it's not so. It, we're not talking about the fact that Yechever had a son which was the one that received the Torah Meish Rabbeinu um, as well as Miriam had a grandson Metzalo which uh, created the the Aram uh, for the Torah but Amdos is nisht kind bias because that is not a how a home a house a family establishing a uh, like they did their their the midatayva that they did was that they established a whole Jewish nation. So that Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Torah is not establishing a future of a nation. Of course it is the... He was the one that gave the Torah, which brought the Torah and taught the Torah. It's called his Torah. But it's not about establishing the Jewish people. In fact, this was not something Moshe Rabbeinu, the fact that he gave the Torah isn't something that was passed on to later generations of Moshe's family. His sons were not the ones that carried on the leadership. Nor Yeshua. He handed over the Torah, the teaching of the Torah, and the uh, promulgation of Torah was more to Yeshua, not to Moshe Rabbeinu's family. And therefore, the, Moshe didn't get to establish the family of Torah. That's what the point that he's making. Nor did any from Batagona or Levi Malchus. Or rather, what it means is Bata means that they established the family of Kayanim and Leviim and, and royalty is the right reward for what they did. So it's a, it's on two levels it doesn't work so well in Pshudish Mikr because first of all, the since the what they first of all it's not about what they were feeling and not about the fact that they fear Hashem, it's more about what they did. They established the whole Jewish nation. What were they rewarded? Not that they had a son that who did great things. They established a family of sons and children that carried on Kahuna Levia and royalty. And this is brought out more in uh, when you look in Masech Tzaita, you see that it's all about what was done. The Midikeneged Midah is not so much about God fearing and so on. It's about what a person did. That's what he's trying to teach. Yudalif. Dozet men oich. We also see here, the alein yonam etayrez and ibatachos ladiyuk, how everything in the Torah is very precise. As chodj der inyan anal, even though this idea of as yechevet, so as yechevet and miriam hamzeiche given, that those things which yechevet and miriam merited, is that inyan from agad of adrush, is more of agad of adrush. It doesn't seem to be the simple understanding of psukim, which as we said before, could have been houses or families in the we see the difference in the sources that he said the way Rashi explains it and the way it's found in the Gemara as it is a Medrash and as it is in the Sifri 
as the chiluk is behesem, so the klolim vigdarim from the chiluk b'teira buzes derinian state. The difference, the way Rashi presents it, Gemara presents it, the difference between Medrash says it and the way the Sefri says it, each one expresses it in in the context of how that particular type of learning is studied. Pshutosh Lomikr is not the same as Medrash. Medrash is a different type. Each one expresses it in the way they, the part, the section of the Torah which they are teaching. In Medrash versus Drashva, in the Medrash, which is, as we said, the Drushim and so on, homiletic approach of Torah, in regards to that type of teaching it's, it's written that Agoda Medrash it draws the heart of a person it's something that it, it draws a person in emotionally which brings to fear of Hashem reverence of Hashem in the, so in that kind of learning the main focus is the fact that the the focus is the midwives feared Hashem. That's the greatest thing you could say about them. We're talking Medrash. Medrash is meant to evoke feelings, uh, feelings. So therefore, over there, the main thing that the Medrash focuses on is they feared Hashem. And that's why the Medrash makes the main um, focus of the reward they were rewarded for their fear of Hashem for their reverence of Hashem and that is through Torah that's why in Medish that seems to be the focus because it fits in with what Medish is trying to evoke in Sifri Aber, but in Sifri Sifri is not the Medish which talks about the stories of the Torah and so on in Sifri is where which describes the halacha what does the Torah you know what does it mean what do you have to do what does it lead to Sifri is the halacha of Medrash so that's connected halacha is connected with the Maisa is the schar and in Yushal Maisa over there the schar was for the what they did the kuhuna and the malchus because of what they did as we said before that Gosha in Maisa is of an issue that in your protest and the Asiya protest, but the focus on Maisa is not about the specifics as it uh, as the Rebbe describes it very uh, closely, the particulars of what they did, nor the Tzad Shabamit under a Maisa, but rather it sees Maisa, it sees a good deed in the context of all good deeds. It was another good deed, just as all other good deeds are good deeds. Which means, as we said before, the, the Sifri sees it as when a person brings themselves closer to Hashem to act in the manner that Hashem expects, Hashem brings them closer. But it's not talking about a specific particular deed which is being examined. It's just the general thrust of a person being close to Hashem. But talking about the deed. But the way Rashi sees it, approaches it, which is Pshutosh which Pshutosh Mikra talks about the literal act. As well as the way the Gemara interprets Psukim, which many times 
in the Gemara it's also sees it in the simple meaning of the Pasuk even though sometimes not but often it's the simple understanding of the Pasuk and Pshutosh Mikra talks about the down to earth very literal meaning of what they did Herzichon over there what's more what uh, stands out more that it's not so much about the learning and knowledge it's more about what you do the in other words it's all about what you actually end up doing what's in them is there is in the when you talk about when you're focusing about the deed so it's it's not so much about how deed is just a part of doing good things and you look at the general idea of doing good things nor the teichem pratifunasiyaprates but you're focusing on the specific act which was done in this particular case what you accomplished with this particular act because Pshudosh Mikra is much more literal and down to earth then Medish, even Sifri, which is Medish of Maisa, but it's still more general ideas. But in Pshudash Lamik, it's talking about literal, you know, what does it actually mean? So therefore, it's more of a focus on the detail. The Vibir is done again, the Scharfun Batik, and that's why here it was more about the fact that they were rewarded with a family, an ongoing family of Kohuna Malchus, Levia Malchus. And connected to the house of Hashem and the house of the king, it's sort of related from the raya, from the pasuk, the proof in the pasuk is talking about an actual house. Because this was a reward for what they did, which was that they established and brought life to they brought life to families, the entire Jewish family, Kanal Baruch, as he mentioned before. So each department of Torah describes it more related to the, what that department is trying to deliver. Medish delivers Av Yiris Hashem, so it talks about the Maila of what they did. They feared Hashem, they were given a reward for that, Torah. The greatest reward, Torah. The Halacha of Medrash which is already closer to Maisa, talks about Kohuna Bolivia. It focuses on what they actually did, not just the general idea, uh, what they did, rather. Not what, uh, it's that they did something, not just how they felt about it, but what they did, which is that they brought life. But the point is that they did something good. That's the point. They did something good. They came close to Hashem. Hashem rewarded them for that. In Shudrash Mikra, which talks about very the nitty gritty details over there, it talks about what exactly did they do, and the reward should be commensurate with what they ex- accomplished, which is they established families forever. They were given the reward of certain the greatest families in Jewish community forever. Yud base from Pirush Rashi now. From this Rashi, we can take out an amazing lesson, life lesson the Chayre because you could ask the question it's true as the the fact that Moshe was the one that who through whom Hashem gave the Torah 
it's true that it doesn't fit perfectly with what Yechavid accomplished, as he explained before. But in the end, as a mother, the fact that she had the son, which forever is Moshe Rabbeinu, he was given, the Torah was given through him, what could a, how could a mother be any more proud? What could be a greater reward than that? So we, the emphasis here is, that there is actually a greater reward even than that. There's a greater reward of Nachas for a Jewish mother, the establishment of the future of a family of Kuhuna Malchus, Levia Malchus. It's not so much that she has a son, which is the, a great Lamdan, he knows how to learn Torah, Baki, he knows everything by heart, he, he, wherever you ask, he knows Kharif, he goes deep into the understanding of Torah, Kiyetzabai. Nor does Ushtom Batam Yisrael. It's not so much what he is, it's more about what can he, what can he pay forward? What is he establishing? But the kahuna, but the levim malchus, that he can establish a family of kainim levim malchus. Idish a kinder on kinskinder that he's having, he will have a family that goes forward with Jewish children and uh, and grandchildren, talmidim, students, talmidim, talmidim, that their students will have students, and it it goes on. Health and idin to buyin idish ahemen, they will assist other yidin to build their Jewish homes. Durch peil nafiederin on alik idish kinder by having an effect on all Jewish children, as that they too should participate in these things which Kuhuna Leviya Malchus represent. So uh, a, a mother could have great nachas that her son is the greatest. But what happens after that? It's not so much about her son being the greatest. What's even greater than that is what is happening in generations down the line, what's being accomplished as you move forward? So, what is it that to that Jewish children should participate in? What Kahuna Malchus represents? What is that? is what is Kahuna Malchus in the spiritual sense? Although even though in general generally speaking what are their job, their role in life is that they are separate they stand before Hashem to serve Hashem the, the children of Levi in other words the Levim they are completely separated their role in life is to serve in the Beis Amigdash on, uh, not in the way Kainim, but in their jobs in the base of Yiddish, or is Ikara Havdallah by Kainim, the main, how they are separated and do, they have their special role in regards to Kainim is, was they two in the Karbonus and the Karbonus and the They're the ones that bring the Ktairus and the Karbonus in the base of Yiddish, and we, those Drikzechois, Oichendem, was a Kain Torzach Nishmetamazain, and also expressed. And the fact that a kain is not allowed to expose himself to ritual impurity, tarnished arizgin of chutzla aritz is not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael because all of chutzla aritz, the chachamim declared it to be a place of tumah. When a kain goes out there, he becomes tamei. So a kain is not allowed; shouldn't leave Eretz Yisrael. 
because by Levi is instead of Iser, where a Levi does not have these prohibitions, and a Levi doesn't bring carbonus, and he doesn't have the prohibition of a coming tummy. So what he's saying is that even though both the Kayan and Levim are separated onto Hashem in order to serve in the base of Midas, but it's much different for Kayanim. Kayanim have a much greater degree of separa- being separated from the mundane. And in the service of Hashem in regards to every Yid is in is a Kohuna. What does it mean that every Yid is a Kayan? It re- pertains to every Yid as well. The Prishub Abdullah and Yon It means that a Yid should separate themselves from meaning Yisrael. Not a Kayan or Levi, but what does this mean in the life of an ordinary Yid? It means that he should separate himself, they should separate themselves from the worldly things. The Vekas Ves Chabras means that a person should attach themselves to Elokos, to godly things, which means by definition separate yourself from worldly things. A Levi is allowed to go at Yisrael, a Levi is even allowed to go into a cemetery, which is of course prohibited to a Kayan. Which means that the Levi is was er arbeto macht ibef afilazayin was gefinzach mechutz v'yishlaim mechutz leres yisrael. Which means a Levi is can have contact with tumah. Which means with such a yid, he has to bring a yid which is chutz leres a yid which means in the spiritual sense is outside of the holiness of Yerushalayim, outside of the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Chutzlar is busy in a darg from Beis He can be outside of Eretz Yisrael to the degree that he is on the level of a cemetery in terms of life and death, spiritual life and death. Hey, Pachachayim, Rachman Aslan, the opposite of spiritual life, God forbid, Un em machta levi lebedik and a levi make brings life to him. Biz as oich er yeshem chalke v'nachalase till even such a yid that has been so far so removed from Yiddishkeit should also Hashem should become his entire focus in life. Loyelam alone loyelam forever. Punk vi kainim alavim just like kainim alavim which their whole focus in life is avedas Hashem working in the base amigdash. So the Kayanim and the Levim are have different roles. The Kayanim are completely separated onto Hashem. They're in the Beis Hamikdash. They're not allowed to go out of holiness. They have to be completely submerged in holiness. Levim, they have access to unholiness, and they're meant to go out there, even in the unholy places, even as far as a cemetery, which means a place completely devoid of any spiritual life, and bring. You know, elevate that place too. Yidden that are in that level should be brought back as well. But a levi is fabunamit kayanim, but still a levi is connected to kayanim. As it says in the pasuk, they will be attached to the kayanim and they will serve the kayanim, even though they have separate roles, but they are connected to the kayanim and serve to help to assist the kayanim. They are connected to at least serving in the Beit Samigdash in their role, and they're they're in the place of holiness. That's where they are. That their influence on the outside world is less 
because they are still connected to the to the holy places. Because the place where a levi can reach out to still has to be connected to somewhat the kedusha, because that's the place of a levi by the base amigdush. The tachos agavane is aber, but what is the ultimate purpose? It's the third Malchus. The real purpose of the world is to bring the to bring the kingdom of Hashem over dominion of Hashem over the entire world, which is the idea of Bate Malchus. He's distinguishing between these three Bate Kahuna, Bate Levi, and Bate Malchus. And this is the emesa nachas for Sa'idish Mamahat. And this is the real nachas that a Jewish mother can have. When she establishes a family. Generations of Jewish children. That conduct themselves, whether in the, on the level of Kayanim, on the level of Leviim, and what their role is, and, or the families of Malchus. But the point is, whether you're a Kayan or a Levi or Malchus, whatever your impact on the world is, it goes on for generations. That's the real Nachas. Rather than having a son which is the greatest. When this happens, then all the, the, the army of Hashem will go out from this final Golos. This is given in Mitzrayim, just like it was in Mitzrayim. It's also called Sivis Hashem. That the entire Jewish community went out was in That whole family, that whole uh, community of uh, Jewish children that had been uh, were given life through these midwives. They go out of Mitzrayim at their head. Moshe who was the king, Aaron Akayin, the Shiftam, and the uh, the entire tribe from where they came. Moshe and Aaron came, which is Shevet Levi. We go out with an uplifted hand victoriously.